Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 22, verses 35 through 38. To get there, we're going to skip Luke 22, 31 through 34, because that text about Jesus foretelling Peter's denial is parallel to Matthew 26, 30 through 35. You can hear the devotion we did on that text in episode 575. And before we jump into today's text, I want to say thank you to the family leader. They are our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can find out more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion, and we want to thank the family leader for their continual support. As we jump into this text, I'm going to tell you there's some really interesting stuff to talk about, and it applies to our situation today in some pretty uncanny ways, I would say. Verse 35, and Jesus said to his disciples, when I sent you out with no money bag or knapsack or sandals, did you lack anything? They said nothing. So what Jesus is referring to here is something we read in Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 6, and other parallel texts in Matthew and Mark, where when he sent out his disciples, he sent them out and said, don't get a knapsack, don't have money bag, just go out and people will receive you and your needs will be taken care of. And as he asks and they confirm, during that period of their mission, they were well taken care of. They didn't need the things that he said they didn't need because people received them and took care of them, responded favorably to them. Verse 36, he said to them, but now let the one who has a money bag take it and likewise a knapsack and let the one who has no sword sell his cloak and buy one. So what Jesus is indicating in verse 36 is that there is a new era of ministry that is coming. Things are going to change. It's not going to be like it was when I sent you out a couple years ago early in my ministry with no knapsack and no money bag. Now you're going to need to be equipped yourself and it's even a good idea to go buy a sword because you're going to have to defend yourselves because people's posture toward you is going to be different this time than it was then. You're not going to be received as favorably. There's going to be some hostility blowing back at you and you need to be prepared and equipped for that as you go out into this next phase of ministry. Verse 37, for I tell you that this scripture must be fulfilled in me, quote, and he was numbered with the transgressors, end quote, for what is written about me has its fulfillment. So here Jesus is referring to a prophecy in Isaiah back in the Old Testament, which is pointing forward to him, the Messiah. And it's saying that this Messiah will be numbered with transgressors. The word that's used back in Isaiah for transgressors means people who rebel or who revolt. This New Testament version of transgressors in the Greek means something kind of like to act without law or to be lawless. Some people have thought that when Jesus says that this prophecy has its fulfillment, they're referring to the fact that Jesus is going to be hung on a cross in just a few hours with criminals. Or they think that it had its fulfillment in the fact that Jesus spent time with sinners and tax collectors. But no, it says that what was written about me has its fulfillment now. That means that the disciples themselves are the transgressors, the rebels and the lawless ones that Jesus is referring to. And that's not because they're going to be that way, but it's because they're going to be so out of step with social norms and with the ways of the world that the world is not going to treat them kindly. The world's going to treat them like rebels and lawless ones. Because they're going to be treated as such, they need to be able to fend for themselves. Don't count on anyone else to give you money or food. And it's a good idea to have a sword for protection. Because from now on, it's not going to be popular to be a representative of Jesus Christ. It's going to engender hatred. It's going to engender persecution. He's telling his disciples, be ready for this because it's coming. Finally, verse 38, and they said, look, Lord, here are two swords. And he said to them, it is enough. 
So we need to talk about this swords issue. There are three different ways that you could interpret what Jesus is saying. One is that Jesus is saying you need to have a sword or swords because from now on, taking the gospel forward to the world is going to require you to do it forcefully. I think it's very clear that's not what Jesus meant. In just a couple hours or just a few minutes, Jesus is going to be arrested in the garden and it's going to be clear that they don't have enough swords or enough power to fight the Roman soldiers that are coming to arrest him. In fact, when Peter cuts off Malchus's ear, Jesus it says, put the sword back. In other words, we're not advancing this, we're not doing this thing militarily or by force. Another way it could be interpreted is that Jesus is speaking purely figuratively here. He doesn't mean to be speaking about a literal sword at all. He's just talking about you need to get ready for a new phase of ministry where you're going to have to defend yourselves and stand on your own two feet and contend with hostility. And then, of course, the third way to interpret it is what I've already kind of suggested, which is that Jesus is saying you are going to need a sword, but for your own defense. The reason I prefer that over over the figurative or metaphorical interpretation is back in verse 36. It's no question that Jesus is talking about a literal money bag and a literal knapsack. And so why would he talk about a figurative sword right next to those two literal items? If you want to get in the weeds on this and study it, you could look it up for yourself and come to your own conclusion. But as I was reading this, I think the application for us today in the West in America is pretty interesting. Obviously, we are not the disciples. We're not the ones that Jesus is speaking this to. We weren't sent out by Jesus with no knapsack knapsack and no money bag. But the fact is that in America for decades, Christianity up until maybe 20 or 30 or 40 years ago has been treated very favorably. In fact, it was normal, if not popular, to go to church and to say that you're a Christian. Well, today things have changed. I've just been in conversations over the last several hours with people who are paying the price for standing true to the word of God right here in America, even in Christian circles. So much of Christianity has compromised itself, has drifted away from the truth of God's word has drifted away from a faithful proclamation of the gospel. And those of us who are here saying the things that I'm saying, standing for the things that are in scripture, we're going to be treated less and less favorably and with more and more hostility, even by those from within, quote unquote, our own ranks. Just like Jesus doesn't give his disciples a way out, we don't have a way out. Faithfulness to him is going to bring accusation and persecution and hatred from the world. That's just the way it's going to be, friends. And for Jesus just to plainly say it to his disciples like that, expecting that they're going to adjust their approach and deal with what comes, of course, by the power of the Holy Spirit, which lives in every person who trusts Jesus Christ. To me, that's inspiring. And I hope it inspires you, gives you a desire to recommit to the truth, to stand firm amidst the criticism for the glory of God and for the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.